Blog Talk Radio. Now, Dr. Deborah Carlin, your partner in excellence. In conversation with Richard Flint, the man who wrote the book on human behavior. Talking about approaching our negative environment in this world with courage, confidence, a positive mindset, and definitely no apologies. <laughs> so, for nice show, obviously, with Dr. Richard Flint, uh, he had a guy make an intro for us, and I could never get it to play unless I uploaded it into the system. But I thought, and so I did an experiment to see <laughs> if it would play beyond that one episode. Well, it does. So, <laughs> let's do a reintroduction. We're starting out the morning as two, not say, not stand-up comics, but sitting comedians. <laughs> this is your host, Dr. Deb Carlin, with my host, Dr. Charlie Cartwright. And this is the Influencers on Freedom Friday. Once again, here we are. How are you, Dr. Charlie Cartwright? Dash cam, Charlie. I'm doing fantastic. How are you? I'm a little jacked up. <laughs> and a little jacked up about all kinds of things. That is hilarious. I had, of course, you can see from my face, no clue that that was going to play. Isn't it funny, though? This is what we call a blooper. Yes, it's called life, right? Life is kind of full of bloopers. You know what? You know? It, yeah, absolutely. And I think many, many years, you know, bloopers were edited out, edited out, edited out, edited out. And now we're finding that people appreciate them because they know that's reality. You know, that's scripted. It's, right. it's, 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 it's amazing. Yeah, right. so now we have whole shows called bloopers. Right, right. It is funny. It absolutely well, is. <clears throat> you know, um, I have had more incidents, like in the last maybe week and a half, of bloopers that just come into my life. I mean, whether it's a recording or whatever. Oh, here's one for you. I was doing a seminar, a Zoom seminar, and talking about about stress and burnout to this audience, right? So it's a corporate deal. And I'm just getting really into it. it you know, it's like a 90-minute engagement. We're about 35 minutes in, maybe 40 and I'm I'm right at the edge of, and then, boom, the Zoom stops, we're cut off. Somebody in their organization had double booked the Zoom room. And I'm like, excuse me, people only have one Zoom room? So I had to use it. When, you know, when the producer got back to me and said, oh, my gosh, we're so embarrassed. We're trying to get it back. But apparently we have lost the entire audience. And I said, here's what I'll do. I will start over from the beginning and record it on my equipment. And I will open it up saying, okay, let's use that real incident as a blooper that's representation of life. Roll with the punches, right? Yeah, yeah. It happens all the time. So it's it's good. And I think people are more understanding and with this. Part of it, the dogs bark, right? There's <laughs> unexpected sounds, or the picture freezes, or all these things. And I remember 
doing a seminar and a guy was like, hey, you you froze three or four times during that. Make sure you're you're wired in at the break. Make sure you're wired in and not on Wi-Fi. I was like, well, I'm wired in, and uh, it, it this dialogue box kept coming up. So would you like to use annotation? And so I first time I clicked yes, okay, and then it pulled up something and I'm talking and got rid of it. Then it came up again. Would you like to use annotation? This time I said no. And each time the video froze, and then they came up again, would you like to use annotation? I canceled. So I tried everything. Oh, no. So I said, hey, I think you might go into your system because they were hosting and turn off annotation because I keep getting this request. And so the next session we turned it off, and, of course, there was no no issues. Wow. But it was just like it would just freeze, and I thought it was green because I was trying to advance the slide that wouldn't advance. But on their end, I was actually frozen. Oh, my gosh. There's all these quirks, but it's part of it, you know. Well, here's another thing. This little device, this is called a um, MiFi. So I carry this guy with me every time I leave the house. Keep it charged up, and it's a portable uh, Wi-Fi, MiFi. Well, I keep it charged up here, and in order to do that, I have to have it turned on. So sometimes (laughs) it pirates my system here in the house. And it's not as strong and vibrant a signal to compete with what my normal signal is, right? So my, I think, I think actually I figured out, you know, you and I have gotten cut off a few times. I think that that's what happened with you and I a few times is it gets pirated by my little MiFi. So I have it in here now. You are off. (laughs) Don't turn on. Cut it out. It's crazy. All the things that go on. Yeah, it's amazing, but it's, it's it makes it interesting. I mean, it keeps it interesting, keeps you learning, and now I know what to do. There's a couple of things you can do when your screen freezes. There's a couple of things to cause it, but there's things you can do to unfreeze it. What? Tell me, what's the secret to unfreeze? So the main thing, the usual reason is not that first, you know, turn it on. Now you know that annotation comes up. Yeah. They have to go in and turn it off. Yeah. Typically what happens in multiple platforms is when people enter the room after the session started. Oh. When they because oh, sometimes you'll see it come up admit. Yeah. Now the administrator will admit them. But what happens when they admit or or sometimes people can come in without permission, they can just admit that they have the, the code. Yeah. When, when people enter the room after you started, though there's gonna be five Six, seven seconds. Really? You got to left click. You got to left click on the screen and it'll unfreeze. But if you don't left click, if you just keep hitting the button on your PC that you've been using, <clears throat> it won't work. Wow. <clears throat> you I, know what? I've never, I've never read that anywhere. I just figured it out the hard way, but thankfully I figured it out pretty quickly because I'm talking and I'm expanding on this point as I'm trying to advance the screen up because people can't see me, but I'm going, you know, I'm trying this button, that button, <laughs> click, you click. know, and then finally I left click. Oh, <laughs> you know what? It happened, I left click and advanced. I actually think that that's a good reason for people to have to be there early so that they don't intrude in the, in the, in the event. And if they're late, they're locked out. Yeah. Cause it's, it's one of those things. I got a feedback from one of my, clients and the gal said oh I was you know I was 
you know, I came into the room late and I heard the, you know, I heard, I only heard part of the poem. I didn't hear the whole poem that he read. And if I'd had it ahead of time, then I could have just read it. Well, the whole point is you don't have it ahead of time because it takes away from the moment. Yeah, you don't exactly. know what I'm about to read. Yeah. You know, I can send it after the fact, but then I'm thinking that was on the beginning. That was in the first 10 minutes. It's probably at the 10 minute mark of the beginning. Of that. Oh time. my so gosh. You missed the first 10 minutes and now you're complaining. Like, wow. It's just like, why were you 10 minutes late? You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah, absolutely. Because again, again, like my topics, they build. Yeah. And so now you're, you know, it's like coming in the middle of a show. Me They're too. referencing things that you didn't see and, oh, it wasn't very good. Well, you weren't, you didn't watch the show. That's right. And so, uh, and so that's the, that's the tough thing about the virtual world. And that's part of it because you can't control that. We're, we're in a, in a meeting at a facility everybody's going to be there on time, right? Because the boss is sitting over there and I just going to be straggling in and out or taking a phone call and leaving the room right. and coming back and going, well, it was okay. Well, how many phone calls did you take? How many yeah. text messages did you, you know, like you weren't paying attention. So <laughs> that's, that's a hard uh, part of it. But most people do a great job of participating and understand that, hey, I've got to pay attention and stay engaged and then, hey, I'll get the most out of it. But if you're leaving and entering the room then you you write an evaluation like that I don't think it's fair to the speaker you know isn't it funny the ways in which the work that we do as entrepreneurs as outside consultants we have to pivot all the time and be flexible and be congenial about it until we decide we need to really shift the relationship with the client or the audience to infuse them with not our personal reaction, but our interpretation of this behavior and what the consequences are for the platform that we're on, for the work that we're assigned to do there. So I find that I like myself more now than I did a year and a half ago because all of this is just, you know, come down on me like I'm behind you under the water I am that little diver over your shoulder there you know I'm just kind of making my way through it but in truth I I am I am I have always been typically trying to think of and see search for and, and discover what is the positive benefit of this no matter what it is what is the positive benefit of this what is it that we're going to get out of this and even when I go into hospice Okay, great. Sad circumstance or joyous? Well, at least we know the person's leaving. How about if we make it fabulous? How about if we have this be a, a union reunion? Uh, it, it's not like we got a call, the person was hit by a truck, and we never got to say goodbye. So everything that happens, there's some kind of po- positive benefit to it. Of course, now catch me on a day when I'm a little twisted up. <laughs> I'll have another story about it, right? Ah! <laughs> What's going on here? But it ties to our theme of freedom, Freedom Fridays, and what you and I are doing in here, because it always comes back to the same thing. What are you doing in your head? Yeah, that space is, that space is sacred, and it really sets the tone for your days and your weeks. 
months or years and those turn into your your life and i think the the strategies we have and and how to you know stay on top of it in a positive way and it just it, it changes it changes your your perception therefore it changes your experience and your reality right in okay. a good way and and there's about you know there's always going to be at least in this lifetime there's always going to be disappointments there's going to be things that happen that aren't fair and all that but we've got to know that to your point when we use we take the positives out of that it always serves the greater good Re- regardless of what it is it always serves the greater good but we've got to look for those those lessons and then really you know apply them and mm-hmm. i tell you what <clears throat> just the freedom of not doing on things yes someone does something that wasn't nice or says something was unfair mm-hmm. in the past boy i would have been you know angry about it for for quite some time and then refer to it from time to time mentally and whenever i got on a on a bad kind of a spiral mm-hmm. you get in a bad mood about something then i'm gonna think of all the things that <laughs> You jerk. It started six months ago, and then five months ago, you did this other thing. Right. Yeah, isn't that horrible? And then you come out of it, you're not better off. (laughs) No, you're sweating. You're sweating, and you got high blood pressure. Right. It's just, but when you do the opposite of that, you know, deal with it and move on. Deal with it and move on. Yeah, you might have a little, might have a little residual dust on, on you, but. You, you wipe that away over time and uh, it just it just puts you in such a much better state. Uh, you know, I'll tell you something. There's there's a, there's things that we've talked about in here and you know, I'm always I'm always looking for okay, here's a technique. You know, I heard something and in it or I read something and then I I I try it and then I, I recraft it and put my own stamp on it, right? So it really works. So in here, we've talked a lot about living in the contrast. So, like, this is a piece of cock-a-doodle-doo here, and you really want to be up yonder over here. And in the midst of that, you have to figure out, okay, if you don't like it, it's square one. You want to get to 11 or wherever you are on that continuum? You don't just get to jump and land there. There is this flipping, freaking process. Don't make it annoying. Make it so that you are really joyous about it and understand, okay, where where I've landed, where I'm situated right now, I'm looking around this room. There's something that I'm supposed to leave behind and a bunch of stuff I'm supposed to take with me. How am I going to get my inner fortitude so I do it? So that's been really effective. We've talked about that a lot. But then listen to this. I've added this whole other element to it, and it speaks to exactly what you were just saying. You're driving the car. I'm kind of a car maniac. I love to drive the car. <laughs> And you do, you like to sit in your car and do dash cam, Dr. Charlie. I love your dash cams. You're getting famous, by the way, you know. You know, it's fun. It's, um, I was on a podcast the other day. From, yeah. With a group from, you know, originated out of Scotland. And how cool is that? That is very cool. Oh, my goodness. And just the, all over the world, there's wonderful people. Yes, there are. Wonderful, right? Yes. 
Absolutely. And, and interesting as their accent is to me. Yeah. I can't, I can't <laughs> Excuse I'm me. Sure. No, no. Our perfect diction is fascinating yes, to others. So <laughs> it's funny because I remember he asked me a question. Yeah. Can you repeat the question? He's like, well, that's the question. <laughs> but I'm sure on both sides there was a couple of times where yeah, right. yeah what say what colloquialism that you, you use sometimes though you know use part of the English language we don't use it but you know exactly what they meant it's yeah so, it's so awesome it is but anyway so back to your driving story. yeah well I, that's why this show is so much fun because we float back and forth so you're in the car and this is a metaphor for how to do life. You're in the car. You got your hands on the steering wheel. You better be paying attention to where you are. I am in the garage. I am in my car. I got my seats heated. It, you know, it's winter time. Everything is organized around me. The windows are clean. Everything in here is good. And I know where I'm going to go. Now, I got to back up. So I'm going to look out my rear view mirror. And I'm going to look at my side view mirrors. I'm going to back up and I'm going to get on the road. And I know what the future is. I know where I'm going. I know my destination. I'm really excited. And so I back out and then I put it from reverse into drive and I start driving. And what we know about the rules of the road is we are assigned to look in that rear view mirror like every 15 seconds, just for, just for a flash. Keep track of what's behind you, what might be coming up behind you. You didn't come out of nowhere, so just check it out. And then always check your sides so that just for a second you can see what's going on around you while you are here, being here now. And as you're driving, like I'm usually driving over to the park, you know, once a day. I want to go to a different part of the beach. And so I get in my car and I go out and I'm driving and I'm thinking, oh, I know what's going to happen. I'm going to pull in. I'm going to see that beautiful set of trees and the lawn. I'm going to drive through the harbor. I'm going to go past the dog park and see people with their dogs. I'm going to pull up and I'm going to see the natural sand gardens and the waves and the trees. And oh, 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 oh. and I am so eager. I'm there. But it is my mind flipping back and forth. So that I'm I'm sustaining paying attention to where I'm going so that I'm not spaced out and running into the car in front of me or going off the road. And I'm always conscious of where it is I've come from, but I'm not looking in the rearview mirror because if I'm doing that, I'm going to break my neck turning around or being focused on what's the past. The rearview mirror really is our past. And... The future is the destination that we're going to. Once we finally get that routine down, let me tell you, I have been <coughs> absolutely stunned at my productivity and ability to be groovy. So, by the way, somebody cancels a plan with me. They've done it three times. What happens normally? You're like, oh, geez, you duckhead you know I don't want it you know and this is you know and then you go all this negative chatter instead of just saying I'll look forward to when it is we have another opportunity I can see it 
right? And 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 I keep doing it, Charlie, and it is so powerful because it's another it's another mutation of the living in the contrast. You know, the future really is for us here right now. If we can't see it, we don't know where we're gonna land. We don't know where we're going. It's like you and your goals. I pulled out some index cards the other day. I thought of Charlie Cartwright. 